Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. I'm Chris Orwardell. Long golf conversation Matt and I just had leading into this, but I just, I want him to buy golf clubs. Anyway, Matt Crone. Matt, how are you? Chris, um, you know how I am doing on a day. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> uh, how is How is the weather there? Weird. It's okay. uh kind of gray, not really sunny, kind of cold. Um, but the snow is the snow is actually still on the ground, kinda. It's just like the way I describe it is just like piles of dirt slash snow in a Target parking lot is what we're looking at now. Well, that makes sense. Uh, we we got rid of our snow oh, a couple days ago. We had a nice stretch of like. 50 55 53 days in a row and snow was gone but today today was one of those days you wake up and you're like you have no idea what time it is based just upon the light level outside oh yeah because it was very overcast very like dreary and uh it's been raining on and off all day i had no idea what time it was it was 11 30 which was weird but um and you just woken up it was not 11 30 but uh i said that for ha-has but <laughs> still waiting on the ha-has could be the title of the show, man. Could be the title <laughs> of the show. Title of my memoir. Would have been funnier if I, I, I literally thought your autobiography right after I said that, but it, <laughs> you know. Anyways, what? Uh, it's been a weird week because we're in this this like post Super Bowl time frame, and we had the NBA All Star Game, which obviously was a, a roaring success. How much of it? How much of All Star Weekend did you watch, Matt? So I actually did watch, and by watch I mean. I had it on in the background as I played uh, games on my phone, but I did <laughs> watch the All-Star game. Oh, so you I, saw the miraculous 200-point effort by the East. Yeah, so I said this. that I So I'm saying I watched it, but I also said last night on Better's Delight that I did not – or I was like, yeah, that Tyrese Maxey didn't even score a point. And they were like, he scored 10 points in a row at one point. So clearly I wasn't paying too much attention. Well, actually, it was pretty. That that's pretty funny because I believe it was eight points in a row, and there's been a lot of like memes and stuff going around on on X and Twitter, whatever social media, talking about how Tyrese Maxey got hot, scored eight in a row, and instinctively Doc Rivers took him out of the game. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, Doc Rivers has taken a lot of heat lately. Deservedly so. Yeah, I don't. I don't really in, in understand what he's doing. I don't understand why he's the coach of that team. They had the best record in the Eastern Conference. I know that Adrian Griffin lost the respect of the some of the stars a little bit, but they bring in Doc. They immediately go three and seven, and uh, Doc says, "I didn't want to take over until after the All Star game because it was too hard." Like I don't get how he just lives off the reputation of that one year in Boston. Yeah, at least he saved JJ Reddick's career. <laughs> JJ, you're referring to the great JJ and Pat Bev beef going on right now. It's a bummer that we traded Pat Bev, but it's also like knowing what we know now that that 
that trade they trade they trade Pat Bev to the Bucks for campaign and a second round pick. That second round pick was supposed to go to Chicago for Andre Drummond, but the Bulls backed out at the last minute after the two teams had agreed to terms. That's why that deal was made. Um, so it, it makes more sense. Uh, Pat Bev wasn't going to play all that much now that Villanova's own Kyle Lowry, part of the 76ers. So, oh yeah. When does, is that, is their first game tonight with the um, K seven, seven o'clock, a couple of hour and a half. Interesting. You know what? I actually will turn it on tonight. Well, I, I have BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me, and I bet you they're going to have lines for that game, Matt. I bet you I, I, doubt I, it. I, I bet you they will. They have more than 10 lines for sports stuff tonight. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going on with that Pat Bev pod. I saw, I saw the moment his co-star, Roan, found out live. Well, mm-hmm. was, he, he found out live on air. That was pretty funny. He was very upset about it, being a Sixers fan that he is. Yeah. So he, he was not too happy about it. Was, the uh, uh, the 76ers are one-point favorites at Bavada tonight. Oh, yeah. I took the Knicks. I forgot. Your Knicks. Congratulations. I did take my Knicks. Um, pretty excited about that. Is Lowry going to start? What's what I can't does, imagine he's going to start. What does the starting lineup look like right now for the 76ers? I honestly have no idea. Well, I... Uh, there's a lot of question about that because of injuries. I haven't seen the latest. Batum's supposed to be back tonight. And Furcon? Furcon, yeah. And Melton potentially back tonight, depending on how the how things go in the pregame. So my guess would be tonight will be Maxi, Buddy Heald, Toby, <clears throat> Nico, and uh, and Paul Reed. Let me tell you what, Chris. I got a um the night we traded Furcon, mm-hmm. uh, I had had a few beverages. Okay. And so, so sober, sober month was over. Yeah. And I, uh, I saw like we thanked him on Instagram or something. Maybe it wasn't the night, but like the Sixers thanked him on Instagram for something. And I commented saying, for what? <laughs> and I, I had forgotten I had done that. And when I woke up, I woke up to a lot of people being like liking it or laughing at it and being like, yeah, I agree. Like, are we just sending out thank yous to people that don't deserve them? Yeah. I mean, for sure. For It's just, I think it's just what social media does. It's, it's standard practice. Once a player is traded at this point, a uh, one injury update, Covington Embiid, and Melton are out. Batum's questionable for the Knicks. Julius Randle and OG are obviously out. Bogdanovich and Hartenstein are probable. I completely forgot that Covington Covington's on the Sixers, right? Yeah, allegedly uh, might be playing again in three weeks, but we shall see. I forgot. I legit forgot he was on the Sixers. Do we Not still have Sarge? <laughs> Not for like four years. What team's he on? He's on the Golden State Warriors. Interesting. So Chris, Chris Paul is never going to get a ring, huh? Um, we'll see how long he hangs out and if he's willing to go just be a, a bench player on one of these really, really good teams. But he gets paid too much. Yes, but I believe... I'm going to check it right now. Does he I get believe, like $30 million a year? I think he might make more than that this year. But I believe he might be a free agent after this year. Um, he's non-guaranteed next year. He makes exactly. Okay. So you were right, but technically I was right. I said he makes Uh-oh. more than that. 
Uh, he makes thirty point eight million dollars, man. Wow! Wow! Sorry, that you know what, Chris? I'm I'm happy for you that you got that right. <laughs> he uh he makes thirty next year, but it's non guaranteed, so he will not be making thirty next year. He will be a free agent, and uh, we'll see. It's it's actually an interesting. There, I guess there is a possibility with how the with how the salary cap works in basketball. Nah, that, you lost me. That they may. Uh, pick pick up that option for thirty because they're going to be so far over the cap. At least that's that's something they could trade. It's effectively a thirty million dollar expiring contract where they could absorb more money back in via trade that they wouldn't be able to otherwise. I don't, I don't know. It, it's an interesting decision for them. Depends on how far they want to go into the repeaters tax. So who cares? So, I've been watching some cool movies. Okay, I just want to, one <laughs> one last thing. I want to get. I'm, I'm happy to talk about movies. Trust me. If uh, if if this week's shows have been any indication, I'm it's not a, a sports type week, but I like the old first player to score. Who do you like in the Knicks game tonight? Uh, Buddy Healed. Well, Buddy uh, is plus seven fifty at Bavada. It does look like the the starters will be the players I mentioned, given the options available, and although Ubre's in. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they're they're covering their bases with Ubre over over Nico. But I'm gonna take. I'm gonna say All Star Tyrese Maxey comes out and uh, he gets the first bucket. Maybe maybe a quick three. Maxey plus five fifty at Bavada. First player to score. First basket props. Going to the Sixers game tonight. What movies have you watched, Matt? So um, have you seen uh, Highwaymen with Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson? Is it? This is a new movie or is this an old movie? It came out in 2019. I have not seen it. So it's a uh, it's a pretty good movie that I've been I enjoyed. Okay. Uh, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson play these two Texas Rangers that hunt down Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. And I watched it uh, a Thursday night and really enjoyed it, and then told my wife about it, and she was like, "Oh, like." That sounds really interesting. I'd like to watch that at some point. Mm. And we were looking for something to watch Friday night. So watched it again. (laughs) And it still holds up second time through. All right. So would recommend. I don't. It wasn't like. I think it got like decent. 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. So popularity is waning. It's it's down a bunch of spots. Even though I watched it twice. I, it's weird, right? Hmm. I would have thought that would have carried it. I also but, watched a movie that Roger Ebert gave four stars out of four stars. Okay. How recently did he give him these four stars? 1997. Okay. Uh, really good movie. Just getting around to it. Yeah, I'd never seen it before. I don't know why I decided to watch it. It was just something. It popped up on Netflix. I'm like, I'm pretty sure people have talked about this before. I did also no research. I was like, I'm just going to turn it on. And that movie was? Uh, it was Russell Crowe Vehicle. Okay. L.A. Confidential. Oh, yeah. Famous movie. One of one of Russell's early movies. Yeah. It was uh, It was very early on. And I, uh, I really... A, a troubling lead in that movie. He does. He does. And it's kind of... It's just crazy with all the different things that go on in it. The corruption... And all that stuff. So, 
that is, and you're talking about a, a big, big, big time cast in that movie too. Big time cast. Uh, the guy, the warden from the second iteration of the Adam Sandler movie where he's in prison playing football. <laughs> the longest yard. Isn't that the guy? Isn't that, isn't that the guy? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Cromwell, right? Uh, Agatha Cromwell from Halloween Town. Agatha Cromwell from Halloween Town is exactly right. Um, I don't know, but Guy Pierce, Kevin Spacey, Kim Bass, Danny DeVito, yeah, James Cromwell. Yeah, so I thought. Yeah, a lot of lot of big name actors. In there. Uh, yeah, Kevin Spacey's in it. It's it's uh quite it's quite the film, Chris. I yeah, understand I mean, why it won so many awards and got such a good rating. That's that Spacey guy has pretty much stayed out of trouble, right? Yeah, I wouldn't look much past his career. Yeah, that one. Don't, don't, don't dig into it. <laughs> Definitely not a despicable human being by any stretch of the imagination. It's, it's, and it's, it's always a bummer when like these great actors, because Spacey's in a lot of movies I like, like, like Baby Driver and Seven come to mind immediately, and it's just yeah. like I can't watch these anymore. He's in a lot of good things. Very, very accomplished actor, Chris. And oh, yeah. and The Usual Suspects, literally one of my favorite movies. I've actually never seen it. Oh, so good. I think the problem is, though, like, because of pop culture, like, I know what happens. Yeah. Like, he was dead the whole time. And he, well, he sees dead people. Yeah, and then Haley Joe Osment is the dead guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it right? He, he wears the things on his head. Yep. The tinfoil hats. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you we're on the same page. Here. <laughs> but uh, I also watched a fun documentary, Chris. Tell me about it. Uh, it's called Lover, Killer, or no, Lover, Stalker, Killer. Killer, yeah. Have you? Did you see that recent addition to the to Netflix? We, I, we almost watched it one night, and I just I wasn't in that place. I would recommend because it is quite insane. Everything that goes on. Let me tell you what I will say. This there is a twist. There's a twist, you say. Yeah, obviously. But <laughs> I saw the twist coming from the very beginning. I called it out. So how, can't, how can't long fool me. To this? Like, how long is the series? How many episodes? It's one episode, hour 30. Okay. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a movie. Okay, it's a little, mo- it's a little movie. I got it's it. a little, just a little movie. All right. All Directed right. by All Sam right. Hopkinson, you know, with a great Sam Hopkinson. One of the, one of the greats. One of the great Sams. Yeah, I, I saw his uh, Who Killed Mrs. Durop, so... I have no idea who this is. I just uh, we watched we watched the um, the curious case of Natalia Grace season two. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just I never. I don't know. It doesn't really. Kind of seems like everyone's a little bit weird in that, and I just don't really. They are. They're that's a hundred percent accurate. Every single person involved in that is batshit crazy yeah that's kind of why i feel like i've stayed away from it i'm just like i don't like i can't find a good guy from the trailers Mm-mm. so i've kind of just been, and, and they like, don't, from what they I've don't seen do her any TikTok, favors either they do not do her any favors in like editing it in a manner that makes her more likable yeah so i i've kind of things that happen to her horrendous and should not happen to anybody but they do not make her likable yeah no i have uh it's rough yeah, no, I don't. It I don't wrong. know. If I will I'm say they do put it. to rest the questions that were uh, uh, came up in the first documentary about her true age. Well, that's good. I'm glad they did that. She's 200 and 50. For whatever reason, I know you're talking, but I can't hear you. Me? 
and that's cool. So, well, that's what that's what we're watching. I forget. What, oh, well, you know what else we just finished was the last episode of True Detective season four. Yeah, is that good? Aired, it was very good. It, it. I think it was the best season after the first season. The uh, the Woody and um, Matt McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey first season. But I think it was Mahershala Ali season three was very good. I think this was. I think this was better. It's, okay. it's by the way another show where it's it's tough to identify the super likable person in it. Interesting. Jodie Foster does not play the most warm character. Yeah, she's usually a warm character. And she's our lead in this film. Um, we've also been we've also been watching kind of rewatching the Marvel movies in chronological order. Right, and why, when I say that we're like we're three and a half in and we've been in this process for several weeks. So you should watch Traders. I I hear it's very, very good. Yeah, dude, I've been putting people onto it. Well, you you were a big advocate of um Peaky Blinders. Yeah, well Peaky Blinders is great. I actually almost I, started restarted the season or series the other day when I was wasn't doing anything. I think it's one of those things where I just need to give it a couple episodes because I went Definitely. in and I, I, I watched a little bit of the first episode and I was just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, you definitely got to watch. Not be for me. Maybe watch a few more than one, Chris. <laughs> Look, I've got time to be watching a million episodes of shows if I don't like them. <laughs> you move on. You're like, you're like, I watched episode one of The Sopranos, and I kind of got, I get it. I understand. Yeah, I, I, I think I see where this is going. <laughs> kind of understood everything. Everything's going to be fine, and it's going to wrap up very clearly. <laughs> no worries. Actually, my... Uh, I, there may be a problem with me because I, I jumped on I jumped on Netflix when you started talking about it, and my continued watching for Netflix right now, literally littered with things that I watched that it's like two percent in the uh, in the progress bar. Like I, I watched, I probably watched like ten minutes of Apollo thirteen. I watched a half. Oh, you, get, the, you get the gist of that. Yeah. yeah, I think I get it. I think I know what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, read, I read the title to Lone Survivor, and you're just like, yeah, I get it. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> he, he's going to die, and someone will survive. Uh, no, I've, I've seen Apollo. Apollo 13 is great, and I've seen it before, but I just wasn't in that place. I watched half of the Brett Morin special. I watched uh, like 10 minutes of Brawl and Cell Block 99 with Vince Vaughn. Uh, then we get to Peaky Blinders, where I watched about half of the first episode. Oh, you're killing it, dude! <laughs> and, I, and I watched maybe two minutes of Gravity, and uh, and then there's yeah the uh, Sandra Bullock vehicle. Sandy B went back. I've seen Gravity. That's another great movie that I've seen before. But I'm more of a blindside person when it comes to Sandy B. You know who's not Michael? Orr. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That. Uh... <laughs> It's it's tough that he's not he's not a big blindside guy. So I saw I saw an interview with him, and he was just like the thing that makes me the most mad is that they they make it seem like I had no idea how to play football, and she she and the little kid taught me how to play football. <laughs> but that's fair. That's I, a fair I, thing I, to yeah. be mad about. I'd be, I'd be a little upset. <laughs> Like, yeah, I got adopted by this white family, and this six-year-old taught me how to play football. <laughs> this middle-aged woman and a six-year-old taught me how to block. <laughs> they are the reason I'm here today, not in the NFL. Although it didn't, it really didn't do him any favors because it, it built him up to, like, this weird mythical level that he was never going to actually be able to live up to. Yeah. 
You know what? Uh, you know what I did watch on this list, and that we finished, and a uh, great movie that I watched for the first time was Whiplash. Are you familiar? Oh, Whiplash, with Whiplash? is great. Yeah, Miles Teller. So, so good. So did, so good. Did we talk about this though? When it comes to Miles Teller, I, I guess he's dating someone. Um, I I don't Congrats. know. <laughs> you did it uh, finally found somebody miles <laughs> no so like they've been you know parading miles teller out um on like which i i mean he he seems like a, a cool dude i i don't know i'm kind of married to model kaylee spearer okay so and I, i'm kind of over it in certain points too like you know, when they put Jason, even when they kind of put Jason Kelsey on the big board at the Phillies games, they're like, get yeah. up, like in Barkley. I'm just like, all right, like whatever. So it's not, I'm not just coming at Miles Teller. It's nothing, nothing to do with him. Like, but like when they strut him out, I'm like over it. Like whatever. Like we've seen, we see all the time. Dude. Like, no, we get it. You're, you're a, Phil, you're a Philadelphia fan. Hmm. Um, But he was in the box during the Chiefs World Series game, or I'm sorry, Super Bowl, like losing his mind when they won like celebrating and stuff no you're out dude i've always got bad vibes from that guy well it's like dude like you you're this diehard philadelphia fan and like dude we just lost to the we just lost to this team last year and like you're going crazy for him like it's the birds who just won and like i don't know if his wife is like a fan of something but still like I, i mean that's not the vibe i'm kylie kelsey like she wouldn't even wear chief's gear like or any other NFL team, yeah, yeah. Which like that's the way it should. Be. I mean, I wear Bills gear, but that's different. But you won't yeah. you won't find me like in like the like like that and like especially. I, I just thought that was kind of crazy. This uh, the wife, uh, Kaylee Sperry, S P E R R Y, born in uh, born in Orange County, California. Okay, so, so she- maybe she was a 49ers fan. Possible. I, I let's see. I don't know. I don't know. Miles Teller Chiefs. Well, let me tell you what. If he was cheering for the Niners fan, there's the no, Niners. There's no good way to go in that group. Like I get it for Jason. It's his brother. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that any day of the week. Although you do not support anything Mike does. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. If he was if he was on the Niners, I would no, because yeah, no, he's sitting next to Taylor Swift and his wife, I believe, in the box, cheering, clapping, going crazy, like celebrating. Like, dude, that's just just a bad look, man. Do it's you just, think there was like, hey, if you're gonna be in the box, you got to be into this. You can't just be sitting there. No, why would they care? Because it's a nationally televised game, and that box is going to be shown 800 times. Then stand in the back. <laughs> By the way, I like that I made a big deal out of this Super Bowl was nationally televised. <laughs> I don't think it's nationally televised. I think... <laughs> pretty, sure, pretty sure that was regional. <laughs> yeah, it was only played in three cities. The Sheboygan. Uh... <laughs> that Sheboygan audience is a big one. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I didn't, it like, it was, it kind of just gave me bad vibes, dude. I didn't like, I didn't like it the way he was celebrating like that for a team that literally just beat us in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I've never really liked Miles Teller all that much, though I did think he was great in Whiplash. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind him. I have nothing against him besides this. It's like, come on, man. Like, lo- love our team. Especially, but, the, like, it probably wouldn't bug me as much if he wasn't such a boisterous, in-your-face Eagles fan. 
like yeah, Philly's sports fan in general. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what rubs me wrong. It's like, oh, yeah, like he's from Philly. He likes those teams. But, like, dude, like you're at the World Series. You're in, you're at the Super Bowl cheering for the birds. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it just, there's, there's certain teams that you can't root for, I feel like. It's like, if you're a Phillies fan, I see you, like, I saw this dude I know at a Yankees game in a Yankees hat. But, like, he's this diehard Phils fan. It's like, dog, like, that's, I don't care who your wife is. If she's like, a, like, you, you're like, you can't, that's not, you, you can't wear a Dallas gear. You can't wear Yankees gear. That's just not how it goes, man. I'm pretty sure that was Andrew Fry, by the way, <laughs> bringing this week's conversation. So I'll, I think he was hacked, that. dude. I don't know. <laughs> right. I, he was not because I bought the car. <laughs> you own it now. <laughs> um, yeah. It's weird. It's and he he really does try and be at the forefront of like the celeb Philadelphia fans. That's what I'm saying. Like you put off, you already like have this persona that you're trying to do, and like to do something like this. That's what makes it bad. If you didn't have that persona of like I'm Philly guy, like you know, even though I'm from Westchester, but like it's it's just it rubs me the wrong way. Well, there's no reason you can't. Westchester would still be a uh, would still be a Philadelphia sports fan. That's yeah. a that's you have, legal. You have to be Cleveland. You have to be Cleveland. That's <laughs> how far away it is. They're gar- you have to be a Guardians fan. Not a hundred percent sure that geography is correct, but <laughs> I also don't care enough to look into it. So, and I know I, I am closer to Westchester than is, Philadelphia. So. Is Nassib still in the league? Because he's a Westchester guy. You have to cheer for wherever Nassib is. Got it. No, that makes sense. Tampa uh, Bay. <laughs> Which, no, they're Nassim's, they do not play football anymore. Oh, he's done? I thought he was on Tampa Bay. But still. Uh, he got cut. But, uh, I mean, maybe he got brought back. Wish him well. Uh, he is, um, he looks to be a free agent. Chaz McCormick, Westchester guy. He, he So he has to be an Astros fan. Yes. That, that, man, that geography checks out. I, I was curious when you mentioned Ohio, but Texas is definitely closer to Westchester than, than Philadelphia is. I mean, that's just basic geography, and that's – I studied geography at Westchester. So. You, think, you think I'm going to question you in this? No, you are the man you go to for geography. Literally studied geography at the Mecca of Westchester. So, <laughs> Can I ask you about that? When you were, when you were studying it and you're getting the major you got – It's a personal question. The, what was the thought? What was the thought process about what you were going to do with it? Uh, city planning. Okay. Like, cause I was more making maps in regards to, you know, like city planning out buildings and like, uh, Just love cartography. No, like similar, like, um, like civil engineering roadways, uh, sure. different things like that. And then and now, true. now I sell something that doesn't have anything to do with that. So, I sell hey, peanut butter. You do. You're you're one of the preeminent peanut butter salesmen <laughs> on this planet, Matt. I believe you could sell peanut butter if you wanted to. Yeah, you know, it's pronounced "gif peanut butter." <laughs> I saw <laughs> the way to go when you're trying to make a sale is to correct the person. <laughs> what was the meme? I saw a meme. I think it was a meme the other day. It was like, "What if God came down?" It was just like. It's pronounced Jod, and then just left. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. dumb. Just so dumb. That's the internet for you, Chris. Nothing I can do about it. Uh, You can, you can be better. You're part of the internet and you can, you can set a precedent of, of, you know, 
being good, of being accountable. I don't do the internet anymore. I'm over it. It's not it an internet a, guy. It was a fad. I don't think it's gonna last. Yeah, I mean it was all messed it. up today. I oh, yeah, crazy. A lot of things were messed up today. I had no idea, by the way. Can I tell you? I had absolutely no idea what was going on today. I because you know I woke up, I had texts, I had you know, a bunch of updates on my phone. I kind of like just put it away like I always do and don't really want to look at it because people ask me to do things. And I got a text from Alexa later and she's like, well, at least you have an excuse for not talking to blank uh, because of this SOS. And I was, I, I started walking upstairs and I was like, what is she mad at me about? <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what, what happened? <laughs> and then by the time I got upstairs, I was like, oh yeah, right. right. I, I, I only knew about it because I saw a tweet from Ed Warder on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, the old ESPN guy, and he was talking about the phone services being out. And I was like, I think that's what she's talking about. <laughs> uh, get all my news from Ed Warder. I think it's Ed Warder, but still. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do get all my news from Ed Warder uh, or slash Warder. But... And Charlie Water. And Charlie Waters and Ricky Waters. Yeah, the baseball player. Yep, that is what he played. Um, so that, those are the things we've been watching. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what else is new? Hockey won last night. I, uh, it's just, it's a weird time in sports. It's a really weird time in sports with at least baseball. There was uh there was preseason today or uh, I'm sorry, spring training. Baseball is currently being played. The Dodgers are up 14 to one on the San Diego Padres. Uh, that's big. That's big. This, they always say this, the first preseason game is like groundhog day and you'd know whether or not you're going to care about baseball that year. <laughs> Dude, there was a guy. We were at a bar the one time, and um, I, I I was at the the country club bar. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't want to sound precocious or was it no not precocious. I would I would say douchey. Yeah, douchey. I didn't want to sound douchey. So I'm sitting locker room. I'm sitting at the locker room bar at the club, and uh, the there's a preseason spring training Phillies game going on, and obviously like they send like you know half the guys here, half the guys there. Right. And they were playing like Tampa Bay and similar score. They're up like 14 to one pitcher comes in pitchers wearing number like 96. So, you yep. know, it's a guy that's not going to make the team anyway. Correct. And um, guy comes in, walks the first three batters or something, lets up a grand slam. And this random guy at the bar, you would have thought it was game seven of the world series, Chris. <laughs> Get this mother effer out of the effing game right now. He can't effing pitch. Dude, everyone just like turns and looks at him to see if he's joking. And this guy was 100% being dead serious about this game that was going on the television right now. First My of all, dude had a like, lot of money on that preseason game. It was like 14 to 4. Like, yeah. like his bet was probably still winning with whatever it was. So I just thought... Dodgers doing a good job today. Uh, they're letting each pitcher pitch one, one inning. One They've pitch. Been one pitch. Each each pitcher, each of their seven pitchers who have been in the game today have thrown one inning through seven. Oh, that's good, man. It's uh, what was it? The All Star game. It uh, yep. Yeah, they jump right to the All Star game. That's that's, uh, what, that's that's why I love baseball. 
It's kind of what it is. Yeah, because baseball is known for getting through the season so quick. That's the one thing. The one thing people really like about baseball is the season flies by. We're already in the All Star break. It hasn't even started. Don't even. It feels like free agency was just here, and now it's the All Star break, and they're they're playing one of these exhibition games during the All Star break. Yamamoto didn't pitch at all for the Dodgers today, which is a little bit of a. I saw that we. We offered him more money and more years, first of all, which is crazy because that's like how much did like that's so much if we yeah. did. But I uh, still wanted to go play for um, the Yankees Rogers. of the West. Well, I mean, he always he wanted to be on the West Coast and more uh, more specifically, he wanted to play with other Japanese players. So once they got the the, the talk is that he was going to sign there regardless. But once they got Otani, it, it was just over. Did we ever think about getting Otani? Would have been a nice move, but I mean, especially for what he's being paid. He's being paid, what, like $2 million this year? I think something like that. (laughs) Bananas. Now, granted, they're going to be paying his estate for the next 465 years, but... What what really annoys me, though, is I have a coworker, and he's one of those guys that has... uh, His fandom is just all over the place. Yeah. He is a Cowboys fan. He is a Michigan Wolverines fan somehow. Classic. He is a uh Dodgers fan. Yep. As well. And uh like he was like talking so much smack about it last year and I'm just like, dude, like how, wh- how are you even a fan of this team right now? Matt, can I interject for one moment? No. May, may I ask you three questions? Yes. Who is your favorite baseball team? Philadelphia Phillies. Who's your favorite basketball team? New York Knicks. And who's your favorite college football team? (laughs) Ole Miss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but one of those isn't real. (laughs) I'm not not an Ole Miss, no. (laughs) No, but yeah, the only weird team I really actually like is Ole Miss. I don't have anybody else that's crazy. No, it's college football too, but... (laughs) I kind of like the Knicks because they're they're the Villanova of New York. Yeah, well, in our college football, or I'm like around here, college football isn't like college football in the South, where it's like you kind of are a fan of where you grew up, you know. So yeah. it's not like there are. Yes, you'll see a lot of Penn State fans around here, but I just I did you revolt against? Yeah, did you revolt against Penn State fandom because of your brothers going there? That and just like everyone I know is a Penn State fan. It's just kind of annoying. That's why you decided to go to Ole Miss instead. Yeah, that's why I went there as a student, and mm-hmm. you know, that's, I, that's how they say that. <laughs> I want people. I don't want people to think I just visited, Chris. No, 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 no. So you didn't did not just visit. Yeah, I was uh, a student. You were a student. Have you considered taking some like? Have you considered taking like some uh, continued education online classes from Ole Miss just so you can say you went to Ole Miss? I bought a mug, so that kind of—it's basically the same thing. I bought a uh, yeah, I bought an Ole Miss alumni mug. So I think we're—I think that's basically the same thing. Hey, I uh, I talked to Greg about this the other day, but I watched uh, I, the uh, nice the fine company A twenty four was fine was kind enough to send me a uh, advanced screener for the uh, the film The Iron Claw about the the Von oh, Erich family. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was an experience to watch it, Matt. It was a very good movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy, enjoy crying for four hours, dude? They actually, they okay. I learned, I learned stuff too, um, and I knew a little bit. But uh, it was very good. It's not a happy movie. 
Yeah, but yeah, I mean, not a happy movie. Wouldn't really call it a fun watch, Chris. Yeah, but it was, but it was interesting, and it was good, and it was well done, and it was well acted. Um, I will tell you, and spoilers for anybody who's interested in in the Iron Claw. I'm mean, this isn't really giving anything away, but they just dis- they made the decision for people who don't know the Von Erichs are a famous wrestling family. They had six children, and uh, one of them are still alive, Kevin, who was played by Zach Ef- uh, Zach Efron in that film. But they didn't even include the youngest of the brothers yeah. because they they made the decision that if they did, it was just going to be too depressing. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. The youngest brother desperately he wanted nothing more than to be a wrestler like like his uh, four older brothers. The oldest of them died at five. He was electrocuted. And um, <laughs> again, just fun left and right here. <laughs> like such but, a sad story, dude. But the youngest brother, Chris Von Erich, wanted nothing more than to be like his brother's. But he was born with a, a disease akin to brittle bone disease, and he only grew to be five five because of that. And obviously, like he tried to wrestle, but he just couldn't because of his physical limitations. And uh, spoilers: like four of his brothers, um, well, three of other of his other brothers, he committed suicide and killed himself. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's so sad. Like, and like, I just I, today I haven't seen the movie yet, but I know the whole story and everything. Oh, I, I wonder if you know that. Did you know? Because I did not know this. Did you know that Kerry Von Erich wrestled in the WWF with a prosthetic foot? I didn't know that part. I didn't. That's fucking crazy, right? He <laughs> he literally he was Intercontinental Champion with a prosthetic foot. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's not something I knew. Apparently, but... he he used to, he showered in in his boots in the WWF, so nobody knew. Yeah, man, it's just crazy. Like that, the whole family is just. They were, they did a lot. The dad was kind of crazy too. Like, right. it's just, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that he did that. Can like, we talk about the craziest part of it? And is that Kevin's, ch- Kevin's two children wrestlers? That doesn't surprise me. Like, how do you let that, if you're, an, if you're a parent, do you let that happen? I mean, he, He's also kind of crazy, even though he's alive. Can you not hear me? Yeah, just crazy. Can you not hear me? I don't know how you do it. But, yeah, is is there any chance if you were in that position, you would let your kids wrestle? Yeah, I mean, me personally, no. I mean, after, after what happened with your family? Me personally, no, but the Von Erics doesn't surprise me. I guess. I mean, Carrie's, they were just Harry's daughter tried to wrestle as well. I just thought it was crazy. Like the saddest line of all time is like when oh god, Zach Efron's like I don't have any. Like I was or I had four brothers or whatever, and he's like I now used I'm... to be a I used to be a brother. Yeah, like that's just so sad, dude. Mm-hmm. That's basically how the movie ends with him crying saying I used to be a brother and then his, his kids come up to him and say, we'll be your brother's dad. Which doesn't really make sense, but whatever. It doesn't, but they're, they're young <laughs> and stupid. They don't, they don't understand uh, how that works. I'm not trying to make light of a sad situation. No, of course not. But I mean, at some point you kind of have to, or it's just, it's, it's overwhelmingly depressive. Yeah. It's, it's a wild, it's just a wild, wild event. Before we get out of here, I want to, uh, I want to look at some some baseball props, specifically with your beloved Philadelphia Phillies. Nope, M- Matthew, not not interested. Nah, I'm good. 
<laughs> okay, then we'll we'll look at some baseball props that don't involve the Phillies, Matt. Okay, good. These are uh, over at Bavada MLB 2024 regular season specials, basically uh, setting records. And uh, will there be any two plus players to record 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases each this year, plus 110 at Bavada? Isn't what's his name the only Cunha the only one to ever ever do that? There have been forty forties before. He was the first forty seventy, but there was the only other person close last year was uh, was Julio Rodriguez, and he was at thirty two thirty seven. All right, so I think they'll do it. You think so? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, way to hedge your bets there. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna bet it both ways. Smart, 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 smart. Uh, if if you go up to any three players, then it's plus five hundred. It could just be Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, and uh, and Bryson Stott. Yeah, that'd be fun. And by the way, talking about home run hitting, how the Braves were a good home run hitting team last year. That I'm looking at these. This is crazy. They have five guys in the top sixteen in home runs, and including four in the top ten. That's just bananas. But Chris, yes, Matt, how'd they do? Uh, they also didn't win the World Series. All right, well, I ain't gonna put it like that. It's kind of kind of mean. <laughs> Will uh, any pitcher win the regular season AL or NL MVP in twenty twenty four plus eighteen hundred at Pavada? No, because you can make more money by giving out two awards. Okay, do you th- you think it's financially driven? Is what you're saying? It, yeah, it's just it's all financially driven, Chris. That's the MLB. That's Rob Manfred. He's just worrying about the greenbacks. Well, he's got to make that money before he gets out of here in 2029. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. He's he's struggling for money right now, dude. He's only making 165k a year. I'm comfortably sure that's not true. Now, just look it up, dude. He's making league minimum. <laughs> okay, Rob Manfred's salary. Rob makes about 25 million annually. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking of a different Rob Manfred guy who works in accounting at a company I know, and he makes the the minimum salary of a major league baseball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never played the sport in his life. I don't know how he did it, but that's how it's. He's a good negotiator. <laughs> maybe he's got some pictures of Manfred. <laughs> maybe you know what? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Will any player hit 55 or more home runs this year? Plus 170 at Bavada. Yeah, I would bet that. Matt Olson last year, the leader at 54. In 2022, the leader was Aaron Judge at 62. Yeah, it could happen. Okay. <laughs> it could happen. Uh, nobody's sitting. I don't think anybody's sitting 60. That's plus 675. Will any player hit for the Triple Crown plus 5,000? That's not going to happen. Uh, any relief pitcher when the AL or NL Cy Young, that's plus 2,000, not going to happen. How about this one? Will any team lose 110 or more games? And there's, what, 160 games a season? I think they play 162 now. Then, yes, the White Sox, somebody will. Last year, the most losses, 112 by the Oakland slash Las Vegas Athletics. Yeah, I could see it done then. And that is minus minus one fifty. If you get a plus, if you got one hundred and twenty plus, that jumps all the way to uh, plus twelve hundred. Will any team have one hundred and ten or more wins? Mm, yes, I think the Dodgers uh, could. 
Yeah, that is, they are the super duper team. Last year, the Braves led the, led Major League Baseball with 104 wins. And any chance at all that that Dodgers team wins 116 or more? Because that's plus 900 at Bavada. Nah, can't be done. Can't be done. I'm going to pick one wild, the most obscure Phillies prop that I can find. I'm going to find this. And I'll take it. We have Trey, do you want Trey Turner? Nick Castellanos, Schwarbs, Bryce Harper, or Alec Bohm? Alec Bohm. Alec Bohm. Total runs scored over under 69.5 at Bovada. Over. He's going to score a lot this year. We're going we're gonna to get him in. You heard it here first, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Hit the over on 69.5 Alec Bohm. Total runs. And, uh,. You'll be a rich man. That's going to be it for this week's episode of The Underdog. From Matt Crone, I'm Chris Orwardell. Thanks for listening, and we will see you back here next time.